Who the f would make something like this up or add something to it? You do such a disservice when you lie about things like this. If the attackers are never found, how will you be able to heal? I don't know. Let's just hope that they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's not go there yet. Let's, um, hey, I was talking to a friend and I said, I just want them to find them. And she said, sweetie, they're not going to find them. That just made me so angry. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Black and Blurred. Hi. That's Darren. I'm Brandon. Guys, we are one week away from Christmas, and we thought that we would give you guys a very Black and Blurred Christmas episode. Um, And that was our guy. <laughs> I almost said Juicy. Uh, Jesse Smollett. I'm going to call him by his name. Uh, leading us off. Um, And you'll see. I'm going to tie this together. You'll see why this is a very black and blurred Christmas. It's an actual Christmas episode, but you'll see why it's a very black and blurred Christmas. Um, yeah. We're going to touch on some things. and We're just going to go through them, get on our bullet points, uh, things that have just been going on um, in, in pure black and blurred fashion, and uh, and then we're going to tie it all together at the end. Um. So before we jump into what we were let off with, that was Jesse um, giving that very convincing uh, performance. Performance, yeah. Now uh, that we know now, it yeah, was a yeah, performance. Yeah. Well, at that time, I think people knew it was a performance. That's why he was asking who would make something like this up. Yeah. Uh, but we got time. We got time for him. Um, uh, so, so coming off of our series. Uh, starting with Dr. Morell, then we had uh, Dr. Crenshaw, Christina Crenshaw, and we did our episode in between there. And we talk about the war on children, war on family, war on women. Um, uh, and, and when you think about the last 2021, it's almost 2022, last six years, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm it, like, be honest with me, if if, if what I'm about to say is it's any form of hyperbole when it comes to the fire stokers of all of the animosity between people in this country cnn has been front and center yeah okay yeah they've had some help but they certainly that's true that's true they've certainly been at the center um as far as the news as far as uh, the things that they choose to um share um, as far as uh, all the statistics for COVID, all the reasons why we should hate each other if you don't wear a mask, if you don't get vaccinated, um, all the reasons why you shouldn't trust certain doctors who have prescribed certain things, who in their expertise give advice on how to deal with COVID outside of getting a vaccine shot. They, they slandered um, and they're uh, cast to the side. Sorry, IG people. 
um, they've been at the center of it all. Yeah. Right. Um, but recently, there have been uh, some developments with the staff at CNN, like Cuomo, right? Uh, Chris. Chris Cuomo. Chris. Yeah. Chris Cuomo, um, in that he at least w- helped his brother uh, with what? So this was about um, COVID, the way his brother handled COVID. That's right. In the nursing the homes. senior citizens. He's basically, he's basically um, helping to clear his brother's name, but using CNN's mm-hmm. resources. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a conflict of interest in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I think it's also illegal since the, the, it is a pending like case. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also in trouble for sexually harassing someone at a party. Yeah. Um, in front of her husband. Mm. Like right in front of her husband, walked up and grabbed her butt. That's his brother. Well, that was him. Really? Yeah, he did that too. Wow, too. Because I was about to say his yeah. brother Andrew Cuomo did the same thing. Yeah, they both did it. Um. So so yeah so they are obviously predatorial. Mm-hmm. Um, but more like recently, more recently, we have some news. Um. Out of CNN with pedophiles being caught. Um, CNN fired their ex-Cuomo producer uh, who was accused of luring girls for, and if you have little little ears, be mindful of this episode. CNN fires ex-Cuomo producer accused of luring girls for sexual subservience training. <laughs> so grooming. Luring girls for sexual subservience training. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, what is what is that even? Yeah. So I'm just going to read some of the article. It says, veteran CNN producer who worked shoulder to shoulder with ex-anchor Chris Cuomo has been fired after it was revealed he bragged about luring girls as young as seven to his home for sexual subservience training, the network confirmed. John Griffin, 44, was indicted Friday by a federal grand jury in Vermont for attempting to induce minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity, according to the Justice Department. CNN announced his suspension that same day. So, like, let me just be blunt here. Um, when we see, when we hear these stories, we always think that this is a droplet of water from the tip of the iceberg. Right, definitely. We genuinely believe that uh, when it comes to the kind of elite world, uh, that pedophilia is celebrated yeah. religiously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Kind of why they join these elite circles, I think. Mm. You know what I mean? I think it's more, it's deeper than it's just something they do. You know, also they do their job. No, I think they do a terrible job at their jobs, mm-hmm. but they're really there to molest children. Mm. And being an elite in the, in, the, in the positions that they are is a great way to hide it. Mm. They're untouchable, they think. You think? Does anybody know what Jeffrey Epstein did? Like, what does he do? What, did, what was he? What was? Why was he rich? Yeah, well, that's a part of the question. You I know think. what I mean? Like, what does he do besides traffic a, children? Yeah. Um, Whatever it was was a cover for trafficking children. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, there's um, I forgot what I was about to say. But uh, you have these these groups of people. Uh oh. 
Did that fall off? You have these groups of people um, who essentially are protected when it comes to their activities and the the predatorial nature against children right. that's committed. And when I think about the type of like clout chasing CNN does for stories and, and how they're on top of certain things, we can definitely uh, see that one. I mean, their 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 bias nature is a foregone conclusion. That's that doesn't you know. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that anymore. However, I think it gets a little bit more darker in that. Um, when it comes down to these people of prominence who have uh, sexual abuse in their repertoire, mm-hmm. you don't hear much about that. Uh, and you don't hear about just how prolific it is, right? Um, and pervasive in our society. As a matter of fact, now I'm not going to, this is not on CNN, at least I don't think. But what you have heard in like academia um, is how it, it's it's in incremental ways you're seeing how pedophilia is being adjusted. Yeah. And there's a call for us to ease our view on pedophilia. As a matter of fact, we can't even, we shouldn't use pedophile. We should use minor attracted persons. Like that, who was that guy? That te- that professor. That was a woman. That was a, a woman. Yeah. That, that was the LGBTQ woman. The professor. Yeah. Yeah. And she was saying that um. You know, pedophile is triggering and offensive, and it we should get rid of the stigma behind pedophilia. I just don't understand. Stigma. Yeah, I don't understand that. Certain things do need a stigma. Yeah. I don't get that. Well, we're not done. Um, there's more out of CNN. And this one, I'm just going to play a few seconds of it because it's too disturbing. For We're not going to play this thing on, uh, on the podcast. Um, but Project Veritas is at it again. And uh, l- let me just let him <laughs> say it because, you know, I'm sick. In all of our years in journalism, this is one of the most difficult stories we've ever had to tell. This is one of those stories that you never want to hear or report on because it's so unconscionable. It should never happen in civilized society. But tragically, it does. This story involves a man who is currently engaged and living with his fiancée and her three young children and his sexual fantasies about the eldest daughter, who is in her early teens. Now, we don't usually report on someone's private sexual fantasies. And while we were told a crime is yet to be committed, we couldn't take the chance. Our source is very concerned that he might eventually act out on his fantasies. So we verified the information as best we could and took it to the relevant authorities as quickly as possible. Coming on the heels of last week's arrest of CNN producer John Griffin on multiple counts of trying to elicit unlawful sexual activity with minors, the subject of our story is another CNN producer whom had an ongoing relationship with our source for over a decade. So I'm going to leave that there because this is going to go into details. Um, I'll post that 
on our uh, Patreon. It's also on YouTube. Go to Project Veritas. I mean, I'm sorry. It's on Instagram. It's on Instagram, yeah. Um, go to Project Veritas uh, on Instagram. Um, but but what they end up getting into in general is that this man is like sharing these fantasies. Yeah. And it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. And so now here's what's going to be controversial. This is what I'm going to say. It's controversial. But I believe it's biblical. People listen to stories like this and they say, ew, disgusting, yuck. Oh, how could you do such a thing? Meanwhile, we aren't keeping track of the steps towards uh, biblical living that we've knocked down. Right. And so what people think is that um, some steps we can knock out and then some steps we, we absolutely need. And so, you know, as far as um, the boundaries around uh, sexual encounters between adults and minors, it's like we need that step. We need that step. And then some people even go even further than that and say, hey, um, the sanctity of uh, the sex between heterosexuals. Mm-hmm. So we need that. And then you have people who are go a little bit who are a little bit loose than that. That would say, as long as you are um, in love, even if you're homosexual, then sex is okay. But it has to be consensual, and you got to be in love. Um, and then those people are also against pedophilia, right? But Biblically speaking, um, there is no kind of threshold. No. Sex sex doesn't exist within a threshold like that. It's meant for a purpose. Mm-hmm. That's it. That that that's it. It's it's meant for a specific purpose. And the moment you say, I get to do it outside of its God given purpose, anything goes. Right. Anything goes. And so you have people who have fought religiously for, um, uh, man, what was I about to say? Oh, homosexual unions, right? Yeah. Um, and they don't understand what door they're kicking in. Right. You have people who are against homosexual unions, but they have nothing to say about just casual sex. Yeah. And they have no idea what door. They're not knocking at, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and so what we're seeing here is it has nothing to do with somebody taking sex too far. It has everything to do with human depravity. Right. That's what it is. And when humans are depraved, there need to be guidelines. Um, so, guys, check that out at your own risk. Project Veritas on Instagram. Um, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. And for those on Instagram, um, Check out the rest of this episode dropping next Wednesday. See you guys. Yeah, so I mean <clears throat> also, I mean, we're we're not we're not just picking on CNN. They just happen to be there. Yeah, this is them doing yeah, this they stuff. They just happen to be doing it. I mean Well, I, look, you know what? And I'm and I'm grateful for your noble heart, but I mean, we're not done with CNN. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. We're not we're not I we're not done else. with them. Um so another thing in these past, what was the number I gave? Six years? Mm-hmm. Six, in these past six years, and, and there's a reason I'm choosing six, because 2016 is, ends up being our benchmark. Yeah. And there was something significant that happened in 2016. Donald Trump became president. Yeah. And what has been so baffling to us that we've addressed multiple times on this podcast 
is um, we, we've always seen the way that the uh, megaphone works from the TV, right? right? People are told what to do and what to think, and they do it, and they think it, and then they hate everybody who doesn't do and think it. We see it with the masks. We see it with um, the way you view COVID, the way you respond to COVID. We see it with all that stuff. Um, in my lifetime, I've never seen it used to attack a president. All of the resources. Yeah. I've never seen it. Um, meanwhile, just don't forget what you're about to say. I just it's want really to say not important. <laughs> just, just don't forget it. I, I, I've, meanwhile, um, what we've also addressed on there is that we have never, ever had strong feelings for any U.S. president. <laughs> ever. Yeah, I know. Ever. That's such a weird, um, I, don't even know, I don't even know what to compare it to. Is it like a celebrity? I know. Like, is it like a, a mentor? Like yeah. you look up to, I want to be him? Or I genuinely believe they're going to make my life better? My only memory of Donald Trump is Home Alone 2. Like when I think of Donald Trump, that's what I think <laughs> of. And it's such a small part. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he must be rich and wealthy. He was in Trump Tower. Oh, wait, was he in Trump Tower? Yeah, he went oh, to the state there. Interesting. Um, but it's just like, I don't have any kind of connection to Donald Trump. Right. And so now this is we're not just picking on leftists right now. Even the people who are, you know, um, very uh, adamant about Donald Trump being the best thing for the country. Um, look, whether or not I agree or disagree, mm-hmm. my heart can't ever invest in a human being in such a way. No. My heart can't do that. It belongs to the Lord. Right. There's a human f- flawed person. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to give my heart that way. Right. And so now I will caveat that a bit. And people are going to hate me because I'm about to give people on the right a break. They have to sit under American culture. I think at large in our entertainment and our media, American entertainment and media culture is left leaning. Mm-hmm. And so whenever people have gotten a chance to combat that, they've taken it. That's why my name is so popular all across the country right now. Brandon? Yes. Say that again. (laughs) You're an idiot. (laughs) I said whenever people from the right, whenever people from the right, whenever conservative-minded individuals finally get a chance to combat the left narrative that is bashed down their brains day in and day out by celebrity and by organization and by late night show and by TV show and all that stuff, they get an opportunity. Uh, they get that opportunity and they take it. But And I said, that's oh, why no, my that's name is so popular so the, across it, the country. So the thing is, like, I think that, like, I know I know some conservatives that are just like, uh, you know, the, the, the other uncomfortable end of the spectrum, right? It's just like you got the left... And then there's some moderate lefts, mm-hmm. and then you have right or center, and then you have mm-hmm. center right, and then you got the far right. Far right. Yeah. I know some people like that, and it's also it's equally as uncomfortable. Yeah, right. To, to hear, it's yeah, annoying. Right. Um, but those those center right people, um, a lot of times they get caught up in defending Donald Trump because all of the lies. Yeah, and so they they get they get caught up in trying in to dispel game. all these lies the in game. this game. Yeah, and now they seem like it's like remember the example I gave you was like if you say, yo, Kobe Bryant is way better than Jordan, 
and now I got to defend Michael Jordan. It's like, well, I like Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. but now you're making me hate him. Yeah, you know right, what I mean? Now, right, right. the way I'm talking, it sounds like I don't like him at all. Right. And it's because of the extreme that you took. Yeah. And so I think that people are saying, you know, oh, Donald Trump's racist. He's this, he's this, he's this, he's this. When normal, sane, sane people who've been living for the last 20 years at least mm-hmm. have been like, well, Donald Trump has been like who everyone's wanted to be for the yeah, last right. Yeah. Whenever. But all you needed was the TV changed the story, right? right? Because it's so powerful. Right. And even when you're telling people to their face, hey, you believe that because you watch your TV, <laughs> they'll be, oh, yeah. off with his head. And they go watch TV. And they go watch TV uh, to talk about the people who are telling them not to watch TV. So yeah. now, uh, where does that leave us? It leaves us at this place in 2016 where Donald Trump um, reached heights that no president has been able to reach. Mm-hmm. He's the cause of all racism. Yeah. And so any form of racism uh, can get pinned on him mm-hmm. uh, when just we still have footage of rappers having music videos and yeah. lyrics, yeah. you know, chumming it with this guy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's neither here nor there because the TV said it never existed. Right. Yeah. Until he's a racist. Uh, and not only is he a racist, he's the progenitor of racism. Right. Uh, so. uh with that, then you had the MAGA, so make America great again. Well, that's what I was going to say, is that they, people were saying that even that hat was something somehow tied. It became to, a race symbol. Tied to Hitler and the yeah. star on their arms. Mm-hmm. You wear that hat, then. And guess what? I'm a Nazi? I dare someone. I dare you right now as you listen to my voice. I dare you. If you're one of those lurkers who's been listening to the podcast and you don't really agree with what we say, I, first of all, genuinely and all honestly, we appreciate that. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, I was on one real quick. Let me pause. We, we do appreciate that. We wish you would want to have a conversation with us. Uh, let us know. Now back to it. But I dare you. I dare you to tell me that people um, automatically and felt inherently that such a statement was racist. Yeah. And that it represented white supremacy. Right. I dare you, and I'm not, and, and, I, and I, like I'm talking about somebody is sitting in their room, and they hear someone out in their window yell "Make America Great Again," and their immediate thought is, "Wow, that seems racist." Yeah. What you'll need to do is you'll need to enter into an echo chamber, and you'll need to sit and study first. And when all of your indoctrinators fill you up with knowledge that says, "Hey, this comment is for racists," then you leave your classroom. Mm-hmm. And you go and pronounce the news of racism's resurgence in America. Yeah. I mean, there's so many words and phrases now that are racist. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, Chinese is almost racist now. Yeah, yeah. If some, You say someone's Chinese. Yeah, you can't. It's racist. <laughs> Even How Chinese. ridiculous yeah. is that? It's insane, man. How ridiculous <laughs> is that? TV's good. <laughs> okay, so so let's not lose track. Because, because of all the hard work that went into um, Basically, plastering. yeah. Go ahead. Well, it wasn't. I think it was. Uh, I think the Donald Trump thing was a two bird one stone. They are trying to basically destroy this presidency, mm-hmm. while also dividing Americans, the right. strongest group of people there is in this world. Yeah, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, the Americans uh, dividing us against one another. Right. And they spent so much time doing that. They spent so much time doing so that. many other catastrophes and get cooked up. Yep. And framed as racism. Yeah. Like, like they wanted us to believe we was back in the Jim Crow South. Right. 
But because of what though? Give an example. Give an example they used to tell us we were in the Jim Crow South. Uh, Bubba Wallace. The noose. The noose. At the at the NASCAR. Did at you see NASCAR. him walking around the track with pushing his car? Had the car in neutral. Yeah. Walked it. Everyone walked, walked it around. around. Yeah. Sign of solidarity. This is my favorite one. And they, people were explicitly saying this. You know how you know you're in the Jim Crow South? You need an ID to vote. Hmm. Hmm. I'm sick of it. Yeah. That makes no sense. People really bought that. They buy it still. They do. People still believe. It's ridiculous. Um, they believe that. And, you know. And, so, and, you know, you, yeah, you can really just write them off, right? You can just count off all the things that they ramped up in 2016 through 2020 um, to make us hate one another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, specifically white and black people. Mm-hmm. Um, they try to throw, like, people of color in there. But they talk about white and black people. Mm-hmm. Um, you have... The disinformation of um, Ahmaud Arbery, mm. the initial, he was an avid jogger, CNN, I remember yeah, yeah, them saying yeah. he was an avid jogger, just jogging about. Mm-hmm. Now, although that wasn't, although he, I believe that he shouldn't have been killed, that they right. murdered him, they got, they got. They're not interested in yeah. spewing the facts. Yeah, they didn't, they were interested in dividing us yeah. again. Discord, so um, Discord. This was a lynching. Um, Ahmaud Arbery. And then you talk about Breonna Taylor. CNN, once again, yeah. she was sleeping in her bed and the police broke into the wrong house mm-hmm. and killed her. That's, a, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Completely not true. Um, you really just go down the list all the way up to Kyle Rittenhouse yeah. where they did the same thing to him in a year that he did to Donald Trump in four years. He took a single event, called him racist, defamed him. Well, I'm very glad. I'm very glad that you brought up Kyle Rittenhouse mm. because in this atmosphere where People who would call them. I would like to say for the record, I don't like Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, as a person, he seems yeah, like he's, a. Uh, he's seen, you yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. I, well, I wouldn't, yeah. I, I wouldn't hang out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, guy. hey, let's, let's go. That's why, you know, the, the retort of him being a hero. Yeah, now he's a celebrity. Yeah, you don't it's the need same to thing do that. with the George Floyd but, thing. But that's what I mean, though, right? When you are in this suppressive, this truth suppressing society, people don't know how to have discipline yeah. with what they say and what they go after because it just kind of bursts forth. Mm hmm. And so when the truth comes out, people are just running freely um, without having any discipline. And so mm-hmm. now it's like, see, our side is winning. So yeah. let me just be friends with everybody. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner. Right. She's a conservative. Oh, one for our team. It's right. like, well, that's not my team. Nah. I don't know. Uh, nah. the right, yeah. It's not my team. Um, so, so, but, uh, but I am glad that, that you brought somewhere? up. Huh? You need to plug that in somewhere? Is there, is there a free down there? Mm. How far is that stretch? Fair enough. Oh, it's not. Go ahead. So, um, one of the things we brought up in one of our episodes was I, I, what I still genuinely believe to be cowardice um, was Cal uh, Rittenhouse in his testimony. And then kind of the uh, PTSD that happened while he was giving his testimony. Yeah. Um, and I think it was very cowardice for LeBron James to go a lot on of Twitter. People. It wasn't just him. It was yeah, a just, lot of people. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, you know, let me stop picking on LeBron. Yeah. But a lot of people um, to ridicule that, um, take lightly, which which doesn't make any sense. You, you, in one breath, take lightly what went down. But then in the second breath, you want him to 
be buried under the prison because you think it's very heavy mm-hmm. and intentional of what he did. You got to choose one. But yeah, and, and so they joked him about his tears and, or lack thereof. Meanwhile, what we open this clip with, our boy Juicy, uh, Jussie, uh, goodness. <laughs> our boy Jussie. Yeah. The reason why we just went through that little time warp of 2016 and now, because since then, Really since 2008. Since 2008, dog. Yeah. Since 2008. Yeah. This resurgence of hatred over skin color has been happening. Yeah. And it reached a culminating point where someone who had the resources and the false sense of acceptance yeah. could facilitate and manufacture their own hate crime against themselves. I mean, that's, you know, that's wild. I mean, and it's hard to, you know, and you think about, uh, and what I, I remember what I was saying upstairs. Another thing I was saying is that there's all this outrage over the lie. Yeah. Right? There's this outrage about Bubba Wallace. Oh, it turns out, I don't think he was lying, but it turns out it actually wasn't a big deal at all. No, it wasn't. You know what I mean? It wasn't a we shall overcome moment. It was a string hanging from a, a garage since before it was ever his garage. Mm-hmm. Um. You got Bubba Wallace, you got Breonna Taylor, you got Ahmaud Arbery, um, you have uh, Jussie Smollett. All all of these things that that the TV, it was national news. Yeah. Right? And when you when they tell their lie, that's what sticks with you. Mm-hmm. And you're angry. Everyone's mad. You, da, 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 da. you have no facts about the story. You're just running off this lie. And then when it's dispelled, Nothing. There's, a, there's a peep. There's, there's maybe a mention of it and yeah. it goes it's away. Gone. But guess what's still there? The all hatred. the outrage. Yeah. The hatred is still there. All the outrage and hatred is still there that they cooked up over a lie. Oh, you know what? You just and reminded even, me. Even, even all the way back to 2016 with Donald Trump. Yeah. Everything that they said he did. The yeah, Russian collusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russian the, collusion. The, the, there's good people on both sides. But by that time, if you haven't seen that whole quote, then you you're, don't not, want you're to. not trying. Yeah. All of these things that they're saying led to this country being more racist than ever didn't happen. And here we are, divided. Still. Yeah. Still. Okay. How do I turn? Is that your phone? Yeah, turn my phone down. Um, But yeah, here we are, divided. Um, All of our lies. Right. And every week we get a new story, something new. We get a new situation so that we can forget about the old stuff, you know, cleanse our mind pilots and move on to something else. Well, that's where we are now. You realize that? Yeah. Like where we are right now, things aren't happening and so we're kind of we'll we'll get some things in yeah, the news. Yeah, just curating. Yeah. Um, but uh, essentially, there is no big thing because yeah. those things have failed. Kyle Rittenhouse was the last big thing, um, and there wasn't a lot of conversation about the Jussie Smollett thing because everybody knew. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, some people might be in trouble over that. Yeah. But I'm glad that you brought back up yeah, Breonna Taylor. Like CNN again. Because. One of the one of the pieces of rhetoric around the Kyle Rittenhouse thing is uh, if that was a black man, um, he would have been shot. That's what they that's what they said. Yeah, if it was a black man, he would have been shot by the police walking down the street with a rifle. Or and then they went even further, say if a black person uses gun, a gun for self defense, right. then they still get thrown under the prison. Key, yeah. um, when you have the baby <laughs> who used his gun, a rapper. He used his gun for self-defense in a Walmart, wrote songs about it, killed the guy, uh, and he's still writing music. 
Um, not as popular now because the LGBTQ community got him. Um, what did he do? He said some. Oh, he said like he a slur wild. or something yeah, like that saw, in a concert. Yeah, I saw that actually. And yeah. so that's that's you know one of the powers in this world. That's that, what Dave uh, Chappelle in this country. Yeah. About, yeah. Um, but then also back to Brianna Taylor. Her boyfriend. Right. That's another win, I believe. Another win. Share share on that, about that. Um, yeah, I mean, her her boyfriend was shooting at police. Um, the police were, you know, obviously they the, the police didn't get indicted because mm-hmm. they didn't have enough evidence to go off of. But the police said that they knocked and introduced and said that it was them. Um, the boyfriend said he they didn't say it was police. They were just knocking and they buzzed down the door and then he started shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he hit an officer. Um, and in the crossfire, that's where Brianna got killed, which mm-hmm. is completely unfortunate. Yeah. Um, initially, he was arrested for attempted murder, mm-hmm. and he was let free because it was not attempted murder. They right. called it self defense. Right. Um, and that's also the case for can I remember his name? Kofi, Andrew Kofi. Is that his name? I don't know. Um, Andrew Kofi. The almost same incident happened. Police broke busted in his door, and he started shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, his girlfriend was killed in the crossfire. And they tried to lock him up. You have to look it up on DuckDuckGo. It won't be on Google. I'm on DuckDuckGo. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, same kind of situation. They in Coffee. Uh, Andrew Coffee, yeah. And they, they arrested him and they set him free, but he was, you know, he did have a a, a gun illegally. And that's what he was charged with. Mm-hmm. But he was not charged with attempted murder. Yeah. Um, and you won't hear the that news. No. And that's what brings us to that 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 also, anger. I mean, continue. I mean, Ahmaud Arbery's people, they mm-hmm. went to jail for like eight counts. All yeah, three of them. All three of them. Um, um, this trial with Kim Potter, who shot uh, Dante Wright. Dante Wright. Dante Wright. It doesn't look good for her. No. At this point, I'm watching the trial and all they're talking about is her character and how good a person she is. Yeah, that doesn't. Um, I'm and sorry. That, and unfortunately, that doesn't matter. Um, it's when, very when unfortunate. Officer. And we, Arbery, we, we talked about that at length, but that is why. You need to make sure these good-hearted people who would never do such thing in their life are trained and competent. Yeah. That's why. And at the other end, uh, uh, stop breaking the law and coming in contact with police too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, you know. Um, yeah, raise your children. Yeah. Let's raise our kids. Let's raise our children. Yeah. Let's raise our children. Um. So yeah, let's let's let, let's move on. Um, this yeah, CNN and our media um, and our TV and everything else they they made a lot of attention and got a, created a lot of waves with their misinformation. They created and sowed a lot of discord with their misinformation. And now when the information comes out, there is no celebration. Mm-hmm. There is no rejoice. Um, and it actually bothers me that Christians take part in that stuff as well, uh, because the sowing of discord belongs to the enemy. Yeah, that's what brings joy to his heart, right? And so, um, if ever there is some person that we've championed on this podcast, and they end up doing something heinous, guess what? We're gonna be on here talking about the fact that they just did something heinous, <laughs> right? All right, <laughs> like, that's it. Um, but well, yeah, I don't, I don't think we champion anybody. Just trying to look at things objectively. Yeah, but that you know, look at yeah, you know, whatever. So let's let's go. Let's go to um another thing that has been going on. Uh the destruction of womanhood. Mm. Um we have a male athlete speaking here that I'm about to play who is 
identifying as a female athlete and because of our society and because this generation is the dumbest generation of humanity since the beginning of humanity mm-hmm. i genuinely believe that um I, and, and it's not even just a, a poke and a jab and a fun little comment on the podcast i genuinely believe that this generation of humanity is the dumbest generation of humanity ever i genuinely believe it certainly let's, the most foolish let, let's listen to this everybody is able to compete um in the category they're most comfortable with unless there's a proven unfair advantage that they have um and this does a very good job of including trans women and not invading anybody's privacy or making anyone feel uncomfortable um yeah i think they those guidelines are are very good so that's the trans swimmer um I forget his name. Uh, shoot, we'll have to look that up. But but we know what happened. He, he broke women's swimming records by by a huge margin. A huge margin. Uh, I think it was a minute. A, a record that a woman will never. Ever, a woman will I, never break will it. Never no. break it. Yeah. Uh, a woman will never break it. Um. And uh. This has been another thing brewing underneath the surface for years. The sowing of discord, not just between ethnicities, but now between genders. Mm -hmm. Men are the problem. We just talked about this with Christina, where because we are black men, we are both victims and suspects. (laughs) Just two different conversations, you know. Uh, After one segment on the news, the next segment. All right, this just in. Hate each other based on your genitalia now. Right. Um, or just mutilate your genitalia and change it. And so, um, overwhelmingly, we have only heard stories of women's sports getting jacked up Dominated as a result by of men. this. Yeah. You've only heard that. And this is out of compassion and freedom. And did you listen to what this guy just said? As long as there's not a clear disadvantage. And then also what he said as far as invading people's privacy. There was the incident at that spa. Oh, right. Where the trans, because that's another thing you're hearing. You're hearing about men who are calling themselves women going into female spaces. And you're hearing about things happening as a result of that. Whether it be exposing yourself, whether it be raping women. You aren't hearing the stories about these you know like these guys they were in the locker room and this dude that they didn't realize wasn't a dude this woman got undressed in front of them mm-hmm. you aren't hearing that and you know what's very interesting this is completely spe- speculative i think that most women who know they're women no matter what they're calling themselves they wouldn't want to do that no no they would they wouldn't want to find themselves uh that vulnerable around men yeah i'm sitting here trying to think of a woman's sport or no a men's sport maybe a maybe a co-ed sport that a woman would dominate like a trans woman billiards could dominate yeah billiards something it has to be something less physical not physical 
or maybe like a jockey horse race horse race oh that's probably she's lighter maybe she has an advantage let's let's do that what's a sport where a woman has an advantage over a man well just from experience i don't I, this is not whole this is not uh it's not 100 percent true <laughs> i just think I, just, I said billiards in in not in jest in all seriousness um because when you're shooting pools like when i was shooting pool at when I was in college and I played in tournaments and I got wiped by women mm-hmm. in the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 there is a there is a natural grace that they get to just use. Meanwhile, men when they're shooting pool, they have to restrain themselves and it takes more skill and accuracy, right? Um where you can hit a ball too hard and it riddle out of a pocket, you have to you have to have a, a gentleness and a grace about you when you're shooting pool uh, and playing billiards that I think that when women are trained well at billiards, it, it bodes well for them. Mm. But, I mean, you get to a certain level and it doesn't matter. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, there, isn't, there hasn't been a situation where men have been harmed because women are in their spaces. Mm-hmm. Right, and then some people say, "Oh, it's just the patriarchy." Oh, the patriarchy. Men are at the top of the blah blah blah. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe that. Maybe you might be right. <laughs> so well, why would you? Why would you be willing to put women in harm's way? Well, and, and there's a good point about that. You know what? Hold that thought. Let me. Let's just touch on this real quick because I told our followers on Instagram that um, I would I would read off their comments because I posted something on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I posted a very old uh, kind of tweet um, from July of the Senate panel voting um, to make women register for the draft. Uh. And so whoever tweeted it, uh, tweeted it with, okay, that's enough equality for today. <laughs> um, because that's, that's what that's a result of. Yeah. Women, you must uh, register for the draft in the event that there's another draft for a war where our country needs to send people to go fight and die. Um, and th- that's, that's the proverbial war we've been fighting here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the solution. And so let me read through some of these things. Um, I, I, one of the first comments, uh, I think was... Reggers 3.0, they kept pushing forward. It was bound to happen. Some just don't know when to shut their mouths. <laughs> Take Killery, for example. Um, Coloring Company. Coloring Company says, as a Christian woman, mom, and veteran, I'm not sure this is a bad thing. Hmm. I mean, what are the terms? That's a good question. What are the terms? Uh, let me just read it. Is it aimed to enlist girls over 18 years of age who aren't pursuing a degree or having children? Because that's not a bad option. Would you be drafted and obligated to serve only for the time needed or for a set number of years? One year? I mean, it's not like the military is super easy and takes anyone either. Just because you are willing to volunteer doesn't mean they will take you. And just because you're drafted doesn't mean they'll take you. I had two uncles disqualified for flat feet and childhood asthma. I was disqualified from being airborne because of poor depth perception. It's an honor to serve, and you do complete training successfully. Oh, if you do complete training successfully, that doesn't mean you'll ever see combat. 
I spent six years at a desk. It was definitely still military service. I'm looking forward to thoughts on this. And so let me, uh, I mean, what she's describing is not different than what happens now. Right. I think what <laughs> she may be confused with is the stipulations un- by which a draft would exist. Right. If there would ever be a draft, then the whole, hey, you have a widow's peak, you can't fight, goes out the window. Yeah, right. Um, And that's kind of going to bleed into the point we're going to make when we get to that. I want to read a couple more. Um, And so, you know, as far as the honor in serving in the military, yeah, and if if it's your choice. Um, But when it comes down to a draft, the country enlists a draft because you're in need of bodies on the lines. Right. And you don't have them. Right. That that's why that is. And it could be on the front lines or it could be in an office. Um but you know, the fact of the matter is you weren't home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. That's exactly that's that's actually one of the things I was thinking about. Yeah. Um and Chong Yu, girl, said so since gender bending is seen as legitimate in their circles, will this draft be for real women? Or men who identify as women. Oh. Yikes. Shots. I like it. Um, <laughs> and little Powell responded. I'm not going to lie. What she said was funny. Uh, soul affinity. Some of our homies who interact with the podcast often. I'm not sure if the lady who commented is someone who typically pushes feminism or is, or if she was just being facetious. Um, I don't think it has to be either of those things. It may mm-hmm. be just misinformed. Um and maybe probably just thinking about something else. Yeah. Um, seemed like thinking about military in general. Uh, but like what we said, like the, if it's a draft, we're in dire need. This is dire circumstances mm-hmm. if a draft happens. Uh, while I believe women, going on from what Soul Affinity said, while I believe women should be respected as people and individuals and not treated as property or less than because of our sex, I also think that feminism tends to be a bit fanatical. They push for things that women in general do not want. Now, we are in a situation where many women could be forced into something they never desire to partake in simply because a small group wants to be seen. It could be beneficial for some and traumatizing for others. It seems our country is delighting in new ways to take someone's choice. Whoa. She's kind of wrapped everything up there. Yeah. Man, can you feel the fist bump? Hit hit the hit our fist bumps right now. We 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 are pounding it right there. Um Nolan, maybe I'm on the fringe here, but I'm opposed to the draft altogether. It's a fairly moot point, though, because a real draft is likely political suicide for either party in power at time of war. There are enough volunteers for enlisted men and women. That said, I am vehemently opposed to including girls in registering for the draft. Sidebar, this goes double so for conscription anywhere. Um, so Nolan just, he, he slightly scraped across some woke. Yeah, and not woke in the leftist sense, but right. woke, 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 yeah, yeah, like yeah. red pill woke. Yeah, he 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 scraped across some things. He's basically talking about how, hey, this idea of a draft ever happening again, uh, people don't manufacture wars that way anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> they have new toys. Yeah, <laughs> they've got new toys to play with. Um. So yeah. So you have these fights that have been going on. Um, there was something you talked about as far as the peep. You know, there there isn't a peep when things go down. 
Here's some things going down. We got men beating up on women in all their sports, taking their records and everything else. Um, we have men who are women of the year. We have men who are the first female appointees in uh, presidential offices, right? Mm -hmm. uh, executive offices. Uh, we have men who are um, not just now uh, consider, uh, required to give their lives for their country, um, but women as well. Um, I just want to know, with all of this, where are the people who were like, like, what are some of the things? Where are the people who were marching around in the Handmaid's Tale stuff? Yeah, that's only for abortion. They get to take those and isolate every single event. They don't look at it objectively. That's only for abortion. But the soul affinity unblurred those lines. No. She, she unblurred those lines by saying this is removing choice. Well, yeah. I mean, that's an objective view. <laughs> yeah. It, it's very objective. And where are the people who are crying out talking about men are what's wrong with the world yeah, where are the black lives matter yeah, people yeah, who are saying that we need to remove patriarchy and the nuclear family mm -hmm. remove the nuclear family i just got angry thinking about that lord help <laughs> that's so old but yeah, it really made me mad and, and here's why it makes me mad and, and make sure you remember your analogy or just second point that builds off of what i'm about to say you're gonna remember it because you brought it up when I was reading, when, when I was reading, you said whether or not you're going to war on the front lines or you're in an office, you're not at home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's the here's here's why we're the, we're the dumbest generation. Because even when our, the generation of humans were nothing but hardworking men who neglected their families because they worked so hard, obviously, that's not good. But even when that was society, the boomer mm -hmm. age. They knew that women were valuable enough that they needed to make sure they were at home to nurture the next generation. Right. But it doesn't matter anymore because the next generation may not come because it's being know, aborted. The, yeah, the assumption is, number one, you can kill all of your children and every woman wants to be a man. We're the dumbest generation of humanity. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's and that's what the, uh, you know. There's this overrepresentation of gayness. No, no, yeah. And uh, here's what it makes falsely sense. so. It makes you think right. that everybody's gay. Yeah. But go ahead. There's an overrepresentation of the LGBTQ community, um, and it makes you forget about all the women who love being a mother. Yeah. Well, those women are starting to speak out. Yeah. All the women who love being able to be home and nurture their children. Mm -hmm. All the women who actually want to be married to a man. Yeah. Who want to submit to their husband. Mm. It makes you think that those women don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and they do. They do. They um, do. And they don't want to be on the front lines of war. You know what really <laughs> bothers me? It, just stay with me here. Let's keep it. Let's keep it here. Stay with me. What bothers me? Women. Who are heterosexual. Are married to a man. But promulgate this stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, and usually, you know. Yeah, uh, I you know, yeah, that's odd. That's it's extremely odd. I, I can't say more. Yeah, yeah, I I, I don't I don't <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't like I that. I can't say more. Um, but 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 give give what you were talking about as far as the Titanic. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I mean that whole scene with the women and children first. It's not because it, would you say that that's inequality? Yeah. Is that inequality? Yeah. 
Should the men go as well? I remember seeing the group with the the, the, the rich people and going, why is it men on that boat? Mm-hmm. How, how lame are these men? That they're not letting some of these other men, women, because they have less money, get on this boat first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, dude hiding on there, covering his face as they lower the boat down. Yeah. And the dude saw him. It's like, and, and the reason that those women and children, because we haven't forgotten about children apparently, mm-hmm. because we just like to kill them. That's right. Um, but the reason why the women and children go first is because they are the only ones that keep the human race going. Populate. The children grow up, keep the economy going, and the women create the children. Right. Right. Keep the economy. And what we're Obviously not by themselves. Not by the, right, right. But right, they right, carry right. them. They right. physically carry them. Yeah. Why would we not respect and honor that? Yeah. Why would we not recognize that that's worth value and dignity to be understood we we have we have acquiesced to the insecure woman's demand to be a man before transgenderism even became a thing right yeah that was part of knocking down those walls yeah before actually mutilating yourself became a thing you looked at what it meant to be a man which meant to do grunge work be away from the house um and you know, be the breadwinner, all those things. And, and, and I'm generalizing a lot. I don't identify those things with manhood. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the way society did and said, I want to do that. I want to be at the top. I want to get this. I want to be in control. I want to be in charge. Because you had a poisonous view of manhood. And instead of saying, I want a healthy view of manhood, your response was, I want to be that. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad. It's so sad. So now we're completely neglecting everyone. Womanhood, children. Men are hated. Yeah. Women are devalued. Children are killed. Yeah. And if that's the case, the only people left on this earth will all be gay. <laughs> and flurries. What do you call them? What? Fluffies. What is that? People who think they're animals. What? So <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know about that, but. But like you said, there's this overrepresentation. Furries, that's what they're called. I think I think I think we mentioned that on this podcast. It yeah, was a Harvard a, study. Yeah, yeah. There's a. I remember talking about you know people complaining about Hollywood and um, how it's so overly white. It's like no, the reality is that um, I believe Hollywood is like seventy seven percent white mm-hmm. and Jewish. Like it's like Jewish white. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like you know fifteen percent black. And then the rest is other. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I think that Hollywood is equally represented when it comes to those things. You got white movies. There's going to be a lot of them. There's a lot of white actors. Yeah. And there's plenty of black movies with all black casts and all that kind of stuff. Um, but as it pertains to um, homosexuals, LGBTQ, they are everywhere. Yeah. But they're less than like 1% mm-hmm. of the population. How does that make sense? They're also less than 1% of actors in Hollywood. Yeah. How does that make sense? That they're everywhere. Yeah. Unless there's an agenda. Yeah. It's intentional. And and so, all right. So, we're wrapping up. And this is how I'll wrap this up. Christmas. <laughs> uh, but, it, but it matters. Yeah. Um, it does matter. Because what we're seeing in this world uh, is brokenness. We are seeing a yoke of slavery on the souls of men. 
by the rulers and principalities and powers of the heavenly places. We see that people are willing to lack integrity and honesty in order to sell a story. We see that people take sexual licentiousness for their own pleasure, worshiping the God of pleasure and gratification and flesh pleasing. We see that people are willing to create false narratives in order to gain prominence and demonize others. We see that the beauty of the distinctions between female and male are blurred and distorted for the sake of autonomy and equality and justice and justice himself is unknown to it all. These gods that are supposedly being worshipped are actually enslaving. And this has been going on for all of human history. Where there's been a need for freedom, true freedom. And Christmas celebrates that. It begins all the way in Genesis, but for the sake of time, I'm just going to give you an a, a oracle of hope from the prophet Isaiah. He says this in Isaiah 9, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in the land of deep darkness on them has light shone. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For every boot of the trampling warrior in battle, tumult. And every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. This is an oracle of hope. How in the world is it attached to what we just finished speaking of? Because what we just finished speaking of is people who don't value life. People who do not have a correct understanding of their bodies and therefore find value in self-identification and, and find hope in maybe changing their bodies. They are in their own bodies and they don't feel at home. People are actors and actresses and they still don't feel seen. And so they feel like they have to do things in order to be seen. People think that racism and hatred is something that needs to be ended and it can be ended at the hands of humans. We don't understand our purpose. We are under the yoke of selfishness, licentiousness, sexual immorality, confusion, depression, darkness. And the beauty of this oracle and the beauty of how I'm tying this into Christmas is we are celebrating on Saturday the birth of this hope. That lightness has come, or I'm sorry, that light has come into the world. I'm just going to read two more passages and, and, and tie this up. In John, John 1, 
He says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. This is Jesus. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made that has been made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. We celebrate the birth of light committing violence against the darkness. We celebrate that. What we are doing on this podcast is we don't look to shame the individuals like a Jussie Smollett or even the transgender man who is competing against women. But we are tearing down the lies that the narratives that they belong to uh, promulgate because they, too, are under that spell of darkness, blind, and they're clamoring for hope. They're clamoring for hope and they're taking it upon their own hands to find that hope and to get some sense of joy. This young man who didn't feel at home in his own body felt that his hope is to become a woman and then compete and stack up victories. Then he'll have value. Then he'll feel like everything is set right. No, sir. Things are set right through the birth of this child who will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. He is the light of men. That's where hope lies. But the Christmas narrative is only half of what, is all, is, what all is happening. The baby is born that others would be invited into the family through Jesus Christ. Those who are in the darkness, that is every human being now have a way into the light through Christ. The invitation has been open. And instead of us building our little mini towers of Babylon and worshiping these false gods and putting our heart and our trust in these false deities, he came to us and said, place your hope in me and you'll be made new. And it finds its culmination in Revelation 19. This is how it ties in to what we've been seeing in this world. Revelation 19 is a worshipful scene. It reads this. After this, I heard what seemed to be a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven crying out, Hallelujah. Salvation and glory and power belong to our God for his judgments are true and just for he has judged the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with her immorality and has avenged on her the blood of his servants. Once more, they cried out, hallelujah. The smoke from her goes up forever and ever. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshiped God who was seated on the throne saying, amen, hallelujah. And from the throne came a voice saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him, small and great. I am telling you, listeners, when we look around the world and we see children sexually abused and women sexually objectified and sex treated as a human invention used for whatever our desires are, the pain and the damage that that has caused from sexual abuse just to a uh, uh, divorce and marriages splitting up and children not growing up with parents. Every piece of true injustice will be wrought 
with perfect justice in the end. Every piece of pain will be ended. That's the rejoicing. This chorus is singing praises to God for his wrath. Because those who are children of God have hope in the fact that justice comes at the hands of his wrath. And so we also share the gospel that those who are currently in the darkness do not come face to face with him as an enemy, but that they would know him as Abba, Father, the same way that baby who was born knew him. Celebrate that this Saturday. Merry Christmas to you guys. And as you are with family, however you celebrate Christmas, just remember the reason that baby was born and yearn for the day he returns to clean it all up and grab a hold of every soul through the preaching of the gospel while you can. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.